With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. On Florida's Space Coast, we think you can have the best of both worlds. Kind of like right now. Driving. At your desk. Maybe at the gym. But you're also grooving to some music. Visit us and you'll go to the beach. And see a rocket launch. Or go kayaking and manatee spotting. It's all waiting for you on the only beach that doubles as a launch pad. Plan your adventure today at visitspacecoast.com. It was a, a tactic from both teams throughout this test match. Um, I guess it would be depending on the wicket as well. You don't know what you're going to get and expect throughout the game. So I guess in moments there will be that tactic will come in. Someone gets in, someone batting a long time. There's a long partnership or, or the tail. So, um, yeah, it's definitely a plan that both teams are using. Um, it's a plan that both teams, both batting teams will be talked about and will have plans to. So, um, yeah, if it, if it comes around again, it's expected. And if not, great is what it is really you can't you, yeah you've got to be prepared for it and and um i think the guys played it quite well throughout the throughout the game i can't think of a lot of dismissals from it i think painting last night but i think the way that guys went about it was really good um obviously steve was quite positive uh, and played it and some blokes didn't so each guy will have their own way of going about it and um, it's just yeah one of those things that we've got a, is a plan and, and and we've got to find a way of getting around that Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Cricket Unfiltered, the News Corp cricket podcast. That was Australia's Vice Captain Travis Head speaking about the bumper barrage that Australia received. And I've I've tracked down the chief cricket writer for the Australian who's at Headingley right now. I've got Peter Lawler on the phone. Pete, how are you coping? Well, better than some, Andrew. Uh, yeah, news has just come through that Steve Smith's been ruled out of the third test. No great surprise, really, but I thought they might wait another day. But he showed up at training this morning looking pretty glum and hasn't sort of taken part in any of the training, not even the stretching. He's standing down there now talking to uh, Mark Taylor, hands in pocket. So that's a big blow for Australia. 
Yeah, I know Steve Smith will be absolutely gutted. But, I mean, if Australia's serious about um, its approach to concussion, there's no way he could have played three or four days after what happened. I mean, that would have just been reckless. Yeah, I agree entirely. And uh, if any any team in world cricket's not going to be reckless about these things, it's Australia. They're sort of very well aware of what the impact of head injuries. And uh, funny, though, you know, his teammates were saying, oh, he's going to be right, you know, he only slipped one cog on the cognitive test but uh, I think they were dreaming all along to be honest with you you can't most concussions take seven days to recover from yeah exactly and uh, so so Pete I just want to look a little bit at Lords I mean you know what was that spell like on Saturday afternoon with Archer v Smith I mean where does that rank in some of the great duels you've seen yeah it's one of those ones that'll go down in memory I reckon it's a bit like what were they Wahab Riaz in the Last World Cup, bowling a Watto for a little while. So Alan Donald do it to the War Brothers one one day at the M, at the SCG. And uh, let's not forget Mornay Morkel. I mean, that was possibly a more bruising spell to uh, Michael Clark uh, in South Africa. Uh, remember, he broke his finger and broke his. I reckon the doctor's out at the end of every Morkel over to treat Clark. It was one of the brave innings you'll ever see. So it was up there. It was up there. And I tell you one thing, he got under. Smith's skin. Smith didn't know how to handle him, and it resulted in him being hit because there were men back for the hook, and he wasn't. He couldn't keep, couldn't control the ball because it was sort of an uneven bounce, and then he couldn't get out of the way either. So very hostile spell. Yeah, I think Smith was a bit impeded by that blow to the arm. Was it kind of scary being there? I mean, was it a, a terrifying spell? Oh, look, I think you just. Those, they're exciting spells of cricket, aren't they? That's cricket in the extremes when you see a batsman just just trying to hang on and field set and the ball flying in the air. But it, it was um, an awful moment when he got hit. A very sobering, chilly moment. I mean, something nobody likes to see on a cricket field. And I know, I know, some people assumed the worst when he fell down. I mean, but and I must admit, I held my breath for some time. But it was, it was, it was good to see him move, and uh, great to see him walk off. I've got to say, because there was a lot of anxiety. And cricket ground was very, very silent place when Smith was down. It was gut wrenching viewing. Uh, what about when he came back out to bat? How audible were the boos from certain sections of the crowd? Yeah, it's hard to judge that. Um, at Lords, with the, the windows aren't open, so what you actually get is a feed from an effects mic. So, in a way, it can be skewed by a couple of people standing near the press, near that microphone. But there were definitely boos. The vast majority of the crowd behaved well. I can't emphasise enough that it wasn't anything like Edge Bastard. It's just a couple of idiots. And uh, I think we read later that somebody was evicted from the long room for abusing Smith when he came off after he'd made 92, which is just, just ugly behaviour, to be honest. Apparently that's never happened before, that a a Lord's long room member's been evicted for heckling a player like that. So it's gone gone a bit nasty for the English crowds, unfortunately. Yeah, well, there's an element of them, isn't there? But I think I've said to you before, Australia Australia don't have high moral ground on this issue. I mean... Australia is a country that Australian crowds drove Adam Goods out of football, didn't they? And you know, we had Adam Goods come out last week and say has no love left for the game after the way crowds treated him. So, yeah, 
there's a lot of dumb people around. Yeah, I know. It's just the Poms like to look down their nose at us Aussies pretty often. So on to Smithy. So Smithy's out of the next test. What do you think Australia will do? Is it it's simply a case of Marnus comes in now? And, and do they look at the opening pair and do they drop Bancroft? The opening pair certainly on their mind. How, how could it not be? They just haven't made any runs, have they? I would tip them. I would tip them to play Bancroft this test match. But it was uh, interesting about half an hour ago to notice that, that um, Travis Head was doing training at short leg, which is of course Bancroft's special position. I think you have to give. I ha- you have to give Bancroft another test match. You might say he's making more runs than Warner, but. Uh, Warner has credit in the bank, doesn't he? You tend to have that when you've got 6,300 test runs. You're going to get a little bit longer yeah. to prove yourself. But, but it's playing on Warner's mind, I reckon. I don't... I can see a chink in his uh, armour, which you don't normally see with David. Yeah, he looked shattered on the Lord's balcony on that last day of the Lord's test after he got out. He looked really down. Yeah, yeah. I, I, was that on the television, was it? Because yeah. I was walking through the binoculars and... And I saw some photographs. He did look down, and he did need to be sort of uh, encouraged by his teammates. I've never seen that with him. That's a bad look. That's something you should keep into the dressing room too, not out on a balcony. But uh, that worries me a little bit. Oh, on Bancroft, I mean, to give you an idea, every pundit in Australia, like Jeff Lawson, Damien Fleming, I mean, they're all saying that they just see too many technical flaws in Bancroft's batting right now to succeed at test level. So maybe it's just a matter of time before they have to bring Harris in. Yeah, well, if he doesn't make runs, they'll have to, won't they? So, yeah. well, he was chosen for his character, and, and he's shown some of that, but he just hasn't made runs. He faced 100-odd balls in that second test. Warner hasn't actually batted into the fifth over of an innings in this series. So, um, yeah, I, I, Marcus Harris may very well be playing the fourth test, I reckon, but I'd be surprised if he played the third. Now, speaking about character, uh, now for, for Marnus Lobeshane to sort of get the tap on the shoulder the morning of the last day of a test, it's never happened in history before, and he comes in and saves the test after getting sconed in the head second ball. I mean, it, it, that shows a lot about this guy's character. Yeah, it's hard to believe that some people doubted him, isn't it, Andrew? <laughs> um, that's you, mate. I know, I, I figured no, that he, one. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, he, he's an outstanding kid, and that's what that's what they recognised in him last year when they brought him into the test team and played him. Remember, ahead of Renshaw, uh, there's something about that guy that you've got to like, and I think uh, I think even his biggest backers were. Uh, even more impressed by what they saw there. To get smacked in the face, second ball, and, and to hold out that bowling in very difficult conditions on the last day was critical. And to make a half century, and to be very unlucky to be given out on that catch that was claimed, you couldn't have asked for any more. Yeah, Manus has this sort of interesting life where, you know, he's quite religious and he, he has a real sort of balance to his life that I think some of the other cricketers don't have. So I think it stands him in good stead to deal with the, the stress and the challenges. Yeah, he's got, he, he's got a really good attitude. He's a live wire around the team. He's the, he's the team pest in a way. He never shuts up. He's always up to something or other. That nuffy, as you say, uh, devout Christian, which is an unusual South African people. But, um, yeah, 
yeah, yeah, I'm pleased. I mean, if there's if there's an upside to Smith not playing with the test, it is that that he gets another chance for Abhishek because it would have been cruel to drop him after that innings. Yeah, what about Usman Khawaja? He's uh, done okay, but I, I think there are concerns about his overall form at number three. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. So, you know, now we're talking about it. You know, Australia have got concerns at one, two and three, haven't they? And I think they're able to, fingers crossed, that, that, that at least two of those people can come off in this test match. And they'll need to, won't they, if Australia to win. Yeah, if Australia to win, it'll be on the back of our bowlers. And I don't know, what do, what do you think Australia will do? Uh, I mean, will they, they'll have to make a change and bring Pattinson back in. I'm not so sure. I think that, well, they certainly planned to play Pattinson in this test. They wanted him right for this test. But I, I noticed Ponting, Ponting say the other day, and I think I agree with him, it's actually hard to make a change. And I'm assured that all the bowlers have pulled up pretty well. Interesting to note that the three bowlers who played in the second test were training separately from the group. As if, I don't know, I don't know what to read into that, whether they're just, you know, obviously they'll be sore and might be putting in the workloads like Mitchell Stark is, who's bowling at the moment, Pattinson's batting. But I don't think a change is guaranteed. And it'd be interesting to know which lead you pull. I mean, do you do you leave Siddle out? I'm, I'm told that that Headingley is you're going to play Siddle anywhere. It's Headingley. He does he does a lot of damage in these sorts of conditions. Um, not going to leave Cummins out unless there's something wrong with him. And uh, Hazel performed really well, didn't he? Click straight back in. Yeah, I want Australia to just unleash Pattinson, Cummins, and Stark on England. They're all above 140, 145 clicks. You know, they've got Archer. We've got three Archers. So I think without Smith, we've got to go all out. And I think Stark needs to be there to intimidate their tail. They're just hanging around too long. Well, that would that would mean tearing up the, the, the policy that they're basically taking into this test match, isn't it? You know, they, are, they are bowling conservative. They want to bowl dry lines. They don't want to give anything away. So, yeah, I don't think you're going to see it. You might see it in the last test if they're panicking, but you certainly won't see it in this one. But they must be tempted to fight fire with fire. I mean, it's incredible that England are carrying on about, you know, a winning draw at Lords and Archer's possibly going to turn this series around. I mean, we've got a, a battery of fast bowlers. I think we've got to use them. Yeah, yeah. Look, he, he shouldn't be as effective at Headingley. It was the uneven bounce that made him so dangerous, Lords. So that will be taken away from him. Don't underestimate how, just how hostile Cummins can be. And even Hazelwood and Siddle can you know, hurry you up. But uh, yeah, I, look, I I would not be surprised if Mitchell Stark doesn't play a game in the series. Yeah, that's incredible. You wouldn't have not predicted that six months ago. No, sure wouldn't. All right, well, Pete, I'm going to let you go. Last one, though. We saw Nathan Lyon equal the great Dennis Lilly at Lords on the all-time wicket-taking list. I mean, you've seen Lyon's basically whole career up close. Can you just describe how you've seen him, you know, become this sort of uh, groundsman to now, you know, third on the list of wicket-takers? Yeah, it's been a strange journey for Nathan, hasn't it? Got a wicket with the first delivery he bowled in Test cricket. In Sri Lanka, brilliant catch from Michael Clark. Took five for any first innings. I must have been thinking that this test match capers pretty easy, but he's had a, a, a long, rough ride. And the last time Australia were back in South Africa, uh, South, sorry, Sri Lanka, 
he didn't go very well at all at all. You wouldn't have been surprised if his career was over then, but he has just got a he's become he just keeps getting better. He's so assured in his craft now. He has confidence and, and he he says that he's still he, he'll keep improving. I mean he he's a very durable bowler. He could be around for years to come. He's a great asset for Australia in all conditions now. Yeah, it's not inconceivable that he could you know, get six, seven hundred test wickets. And when he's, what, low 30s age-wise, I mean, he's got a plenty of time left in him. Yeah, and he's very fit. You know, he doesn't seem to suffer injuries, does he? It's interesting, you know, because, you know, for years it was anyone but line. Even when he was in the team, you always felt like he was in the team until they could find somebody else. Remember the Ashton Agar experiment? Um, they had all sorts of blokes come in and out, but uh, he just kept persisting, hasn't he? Yeah, it's a great story. Well, Pete, I mean, you must be looking forward to the third test. You've seen two crackers to start with. I mean, more of the same, I think. Yeah, it's been a fantastic series so far, hasn't it? So uh, who knows what Headingley has in store for us. It's all set up for David Warner. With Smith out, it's time for Warner's to Warner to come back. Well, fingers crossed. He just had his stumps knocked out of the ground about 20 minutes ago by um, Starkey and the humiliation of having to put them back in. So I'm a bit concerned about David, but uh, shouldn't doubt champions. He just needs to start chirping a bit. Well, Pete, enjoy the nightlife in Headingley. There's some brilliant pubs. I had some great times there. So uh, enjoy and we'll catch up some other time. Okay. Take care, mate. See ya. That was Pete Lawler, Chief Cricket Writer for The Australian. And remember, you can keep up with all the Ashes action at theaustralian.com.au or thedailytelegraph.com.au. There's plenty of content coming out from there and great articles. And you can also go to at News Corp Cricket uh, to find all the stuff on social media. Well, that's it for this episode of Cricket Unfiltered. Uh, I'll have all the reports coming in from Headingley and I've got a special feature interview with Meg Lanning coming up soon. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.